What beautiful singing. Um, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, if you would turn with us to Jeremiah chapter number 20. <laughs> what a privilege it is to be uh, in the house of the Lord. Um, Brother Larry Waddell's here with us this morning. Nothing would make me any more happy than to let him preach this morning. But I tell you, if I, y'all be three days from now putting me in the grave. If I didn't get this off my chest, God put this on my heart um, <clears throat> Friday, and um, I didn't make the company any money Friday. Just me and the Lord wept with each other, and I tell you what, I, I needed it. Just some, uh, you know, you can get in the church house, and I'll tell you what, I, I enjoy and I love worshiping with God's people, don't you? Amen. I love it. Um, I appreciate the power of the Holy Spirit that we can feel, that we can uh, reach out and just touch him. And we know that uh, the Bible says that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. He'll go with us always, even until the end of the world. Jesus, or, or the Lord said in, in the book of Hebrews, he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. Uh, but I tell you what, there's nothing more special and precious than when you're still away somewhere and it's just you and the Lord. Amen. Just you and the Lord. Uh, and I, I, I tell you, I love those times and experiences in my life. Listen, uh, when it's just me and the Lord. I want to read one verse in your hearing this morning. God being our helper, and I, I want to uh, preach a message that God has laid on our hearts and... Um, the title of this message is Why I Can't Quit. In verse number 9, chapter 20, the Bible said, Then I said, I will not make mention of him nor speaking, but, but his word was in my heart as a burning fire in my bones, and I was weary for, with forbearing, and I could not stay. And we believe that'd be all God have us to read in your hearing this morning. We pray that God richly add his blessing to the reading of his word. But if we had a thought, a title, or a text this morning, we want to preach on the, uh, on the reasons I can't quit. Amen? I tell you what, friends, listen to me. And I, I, there's three things that come to my mind, and I listen to the Lord, just give them to me, and I don't know what order we're going to preach on them, but I, I'm going to ask uh, that you pray for us for just a few minutes. Listen, I, I, listen, I, I want to be honest with you. I know I preach a long time. Amen. But I, I tell you, I, I want you, I, listen, you know, there's they, some messages that I've heard that it seemed like lasting eternity, but there's some that I have crawled in, uh, listen, and got locked in with the preacher, and it seemed like it only lasted five minutes. Listen, I want God to send the preacher this morning. Amen. I, I, listen, it's not of any words that I have or any consolation that I could bring you, any knowledge that I could give you, but it all comes from the Heavenly Father above. But listen, I've thought about this, and if you're a preacher here this this morning, a preacher's wife, a Sunday school teacher, a Sunday school teacher's wife, a deacon, if you're a lay member, I, listen, there's been a place, a point in time, especially, and I just want to be truthful and honest with you, I, listen, there's been a time in your life and in your ministry when you said, enough is enough, I'm going to quit, I can't go on no further, this is enough, I cannot handle the stress, I can't handle the pressure, but listen, we we come to this and Jeremiah, he come to the same thing. He come to the same conclusion. He said, I'm done. But 
His word was shut up in my bones like a fire. Amen. Every time I've got discouraged within the church, listen, the three things the Lord's given me, I listen, the reasons I can't quit, the Savior, the sinner, and the saint. Amen. That's why I can't quit. Listen to me. And if you're here this morning and you're discouraged and you can't find resolution and you can't find peace and you say, Preacher, I'm done. I just want to walk away. I can't do this anymore. Listen, you don't understand, Preacher, what they've said about me, what they've done to me. And we take all these reasons and we take all these excuses to the Lord. I did. (laughs) And every time I come to the Lord, I say, Lord, you don't understand what they're doing to me. He said, oh, yeah, I do. You don't understand what they've done to me. Preacher, you don't understand the things they say about me. Oh, yeah, I understand what they said about you. It's just too hard. I can't endure. I can't go on. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need somebody around me to understand. He says, son, I understand it all. They hated me. They despised me. They persecuted me. Listen to me. Hey, listen, I'll I, I tell you what. As we evaluate what the Word of God says on many different occasions, and we think about, I'd listen, every time in the Word of God, amen, I'd listen, every single, woo, every single time God shows up in the midst. We preached on Adam last Sunday morning. I'd listen, Adam came to himself. I'd listen, he realized he had sinned. He went and sowed fig leaves. He hid himself in the midst of the garden. God came to him in the cool of the day, and he said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? And he said, I hid myself from thee, for I have sinned. He said, who told you these things? The Bible said the first act of compassion, redemption, and justification. God went out. One of the, one of the animals. That Adam had named and that he loved. He took it before Adam. He slew it. He killed it. And he covered Adam in the coat of it. We had this discussion at my house last night. There's a consequence for every action. You hear me? Look at me. There is a consequence. For every action. Amen. Now, I, I want to tell you something. I want to be honest and truthful with you, friends, this morning. I'm glad. Listen, the Bible tells us in 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 2 and 1, he said, I write these things unto you little children that you sin not. But if we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, who is the propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only. Woo! but for the sins of the whole world. Hey, man, listen to me. I'm going to tell you something, friends, this morning. If you are seeking redemption, redemption can be found in Jesus. Listen, if you want to quit, I want to remind you of Calvary. 
preacher, I just can't do it anymore. You know, the interesting thing about pastoring You really can't talk to anybody. Because a lot of time the attitude of the pastor reflects the attitude of the church. Amen. So you can't huddle up the deacon board and say, Deacons, I need you to pray for me because I can't stand you right now. Amen. Amen. It don't have nothing to do with the church. It don't have nothing to do with the deacons. It has to do with me. It has to do with you because when we get discouraged, when we think that nobody likes us and nobody loves us and they're going to continue to leave and they're going to continue to walk away. Listen, every time I think about those things, listen, I find myself in a place of discouragement. I just want to walk away. I just want to quit. But then, but then I think about the Savior. John, listen, the Bible said that Jesus had spoke a hard saying. Many of those which followed him departed. Listen, Jesus came to his apostles. He said, will you also go away? They said, Whoo! They said, Lord, to whom else shall we go? For thou hast the words of life. So it's a process. I tell you what, I going up the mountain is a good journey. Amen. Ain't it? When you've been in the valley and all of a sudden you start pulling that long haul out of the valley, stepping st- Silver City. Hey, look at me. I want to be truthful and be honest with you. Listen, we got down in here, amen. You went from here, we went all the way down into here. But I'm going to tell you something. Listen, you know what's in the valley? I want you to stop this morning. Turn around and look and see what's in the valley. You know, you, whoo, you know what's in the valley? That's where the lilies are. Amen. You know, when you're in the valley, you can't see through the lilies because they're so, listen, the multiplicity of them is so vast. It seems like they were just covered on every side. It seems like there's no way of escape. Listen, we can't find the rose of Sharon. We can't see the lily in the valley. It seems like we can't see the forest for the trees. But when we come out of the valley and we make our way up the mountainside, if we'll just stop, turn around and look, we can see the lily of the valley directing our paths the whole way. So don't get so caught up. Just stop and turn around and look. Amen. I want to encourage you this morning. Amen. Amen. Keep going. Hey, man, keep going. Barry, keep going, boo-boo. Hey, I know it was hard, but keep going. Turn around and look. 
and all the lilies. When you thought you were lost and couldn't find your way and you turn around in the lily patch and you see paths cut through, listen, not by us, and it wasn't directed by us, but it was the Savior carrying us through the lily patch to get us to the other side so we could look up and see Jesus. Paul said to Timothy, he said, it's expedient that I go away. Listen, he told, he told Timothy, church, I want to give you the same charge. Listen, just, this don't just apply to preachers. Paul told young Timothy, he said, preach the word. Woo, preach the word. Be instant in season out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering. Amen. Don't hate the sinner. Amen, church. Look at me and listen to me. Don't hate the sinner. Hate the sin and love the sinner. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering. Amen. Listen, the Lord loves us exponentially. We cannot ever, uh, we cannot ever begin to grasp the enormity of God's love. Width, the height, and the depth is beyond our reason, beyond our comprehension. So listen, when we find ourselves in a place of discouragement, remember the Savior. They talk about me, preacher. They talked about him too. Amen. Boy, they made fun of they're making fun of me, preacher. Pilate told him, he said, you not know who I am. Now listen, I want you to understand this from the aspect of Christianity. Amen. Let's understand who we are. Who are you? If you're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, that means that you are born again into the family of God. John 3, 3 has been a fulfillment and has come to fruition in your life. You have been born again by the Holy Spirit of God through confession that you are a sinner, that you are a degenerate, and that you are incapable of salvation. And therefore, you have, have listened, released all things into the hands of him which is able and said, God, because I am a sinner and because I am a fallible creature, I am unworthy and incapable. Father, we you saved me. Amen. And by cause of that, I listen, the Bible said in Ephesians 1 and 13, and whom after you believed, after you heard the gospel of salvation, you were, oh, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of your inheritance until the purchase of the prized possession. Amen. So you are blood-bought by your confession of faith, sealed by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So what are you? You are a child of the King. What does that give me? <clears throat> Pilate told Jesus, he said, you not know who I am. You not know I have the power to kill you? Jesus, Jesus said, you don't have any power lest it come from my Father, which is in heaven above. Now let's clarify something. His Father 
is my fault. Amen. So when you think, listen, my granddaddy always used to tell me, say, son, they, they can't eat you. Amen. When something go wrong, you find yourself in a place of despair. Listen, he would always say, they can't eat you. Well, preacher, they can kill me. That's why Jesus said, rejoice not that your name is found in the books of men. But he said, he said, rather rejoice that your name is recorded in heaven. Oh, the Savior. Oh, the Savior. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. They lead me. They guide me. Listen, I love this. He said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence, in the presence, in the presence of mine enemies. And thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. You ain't got to rejoice in the church house. Amen. You ain't got to rejoice in the place of the redeemed. You can rejoice. Listen, in the place and in the visible, audible presence of your enemy because you have a heavenly Father who owns it all. They say he's the God of 10,000 head of cattle. But he's also the God of the hills on which the cattle stand. Listen, I, I read this quote several years ago. <clears throat> Any man can count the seeds in an apple. Amen. You can take a knife and you can split it open. You can core it out. You can individually dissect every seed. You can count them. You can name them. You can number them. <laughs> but my father is the only one that can count the apples in the seeds. Amen. I can count the seeds in the apple. But see, that's as far as my liberty and my faith and my injustice go. But see, my faith is in a Savior down who knows the apples in the seeds because he created them. So when we find ourselves down, listen, I want you to leave here encouraged. Amen. I'm tired of letting the outside world whip us. Amen. You put your chin high. Why? Because your heavenly Father owns it all. Amen. Amen. You don't look down your nose at anybody. Listen, you don't love, you don't hate the sinner, but we love the sinner. We were proved. We were, listen, we are proud in Jesus. After Paul told Timothy, he encouraged him, didn't he? He said, be a good soldier. Be a good soldier. Preach the word. Don't preach what they want to hear. Preach what they need. Preacher, they hate me for preaching what they need. 
They hated Jesus every step of the way. Listen, I have to commend Pilate on one thing. When they crucified Jesus, the Bible says that Pilate had a sign drew up and nailed on the top of the cross that said, this man is the king of the Jews in Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic. So it could be recognized and read worldwide. The Jews came to Pilate and they said, take that down and write, write this. He said, write that he said that he is the king of the Jews. And Pilate said, what I have written, I have written. Amen. Even the devil himself cannot refute the fact that he is king of kings, lord of lords, the beginning, the end, the alpha, and the omega, and that all things come in and through him. Be encouraged. And then when it comes time to walk away and we find ourselves discouraged having a pity party, amen. You should hear some of the conversations preachers have amongst themselves. Maybe divulging too much information. But I tell you what, listen. We just big old whiny teddy bears. We get our feelings hurt too. Lord, I just want to quit and walk away and be done. Then I think about them long, sleepless nights. And I'm going to be honest with you. Listen, I'm going to say this in respect to the pastor, but this applies to everybody. You say, preacher, I, I don't like the preacher, I don't like the pastor, I don't like anything that goes home. But listen, I tell you what, there's been a many a nights that I've lost some sleep. Listen, I've lost some long nights and some weary nights and listen, wept and prayed and cried. And you know what? It wasn't over our, our divisive relationship. It wasn't that we had a disagreement. It was because I was worried about your children. You see, when we step into eternity, all of this foolishness that we divide and separate will be gone. It won't be there. You know why? Because the Bible said, for the former things have passed away. Behold, I have made all things new. So everything that you think so very much matters here has absolutely no significance in heaven. We split, we divide, and we argue. Jealousy overcomes us. We get mad, dissension, everything else. All these stem, spring up, flare up, and spread. Did Paul or Jesus give us instruction to be a counselor? Or a mediator? No. I had an old preacher. 
who's dead and gone now, who meant everything in the world to me. He told me when I first started pastoring, he said, don't try and fix it in a corner. Fix it from the pulpit. What does that mean, preacher? That means preach the whole counsel of the Word of God. If we had preaching back in the pulpits, we wouldn't have all these sidebar meetings about what's wrong and how to fix it. We just need to start preaching the Word. Amen. We can't fix marriages and homes. Yeah, we can. We can preach on it. Amen. We can't get them saved. Yeah, we can. We can preach hell and how hot it is and heaven and the glories and the expanse of what waits. Amen. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering. He came down a few verses later. He said, I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> listen, when I get down to the end of the way, listen, I don't want merits. I don't, rec- I don't want recognition. I listen for the churches I've pastored or for the places I've been or the revivals I've run. You know what blesses my soul more than anything? Amen. You know what's payment for me, Kenny? When I go to a church somewhere, like I got to go a couple Saturday mornings back, I went to revival meeting. I listen, had a mom and a little boy. I didn't even recognize anymore. Come up to me and said, I just want to thank you for preaching to my boy. And the boy come up and he said, you was there the day I got saved. He said, I just want to tell you, thank you for preaching to me. <laughs> Why you keep your money? Amen. That is worth it all. I didn't know him. I didn't even recognize him. But I tell you what, that's when God started giving me this message. Sometimes we get so weary and discouraged. And sometimes we lose sight and focus of what it's all about. It's all about Jesus. It's not about us. And who we are and what we've built and how we're doing it. It's all about Him. I've fought a good fight. I have fought. I have fought. I have fought. You you hear what I'm telling you? It's not an easy ride. It's not give me, give me, give me. It's not easy, easy believism. It's not seeing the hundreds of thousands saved. It is a fight. Listen, it is a daily fight. Every morning when we wake up and we strap on the mercies of God, we must choose and purpose within ourselves. Today, as Joshua said, I will serve the Lord. Paul could have quit many, many, many times. Amen. I just love reading about the last journey, not the, not the first three missionary journeys, just the last journey. 
on his way to Rome. Listen, listen, he got snake bit. Listen, the ship capsized, beat him, threw him up against the... Listen, everything that could possibly happen, he could have escaped, he could have walked away, he could have ran away, he could have left, he could have moved, but he said, I'm going to Rome because I'm going to tell them about the man I met on the road to Damascus. Ephesians chapter 6. He said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to fight against the wiles of the devil and having done all just to stand. He said, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, the helmet of salvation wherewith, uh, and listen, the sword of the Spirit, and uh, listen, uh, the, the helmet of salvation wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Listen, and we understand this by historical reasons. Listen, Paul wrote those words from a jail cell. That was a description of a Roman guard. And Paul wrote to us and he said, I've learned in whatsoever state I'm in therewith to be content. Preacher, I'm discouraged. Second Corinthians chapter 4, the Bible said, If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them which are lost. So think about the Savior. Think about the sinner. Think about my kids. Think about your kids and your grandkids. I have fought a good fight. Amen. It's a battle. You're going to war with the enemy? Listen to me. The devil, I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me. Christian soldiers and saints, I want you to hear me loud. I want you to hear me clear. The devil, the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 12, he said, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath, for he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Amen. Listen. He said, Rejoice ye heavens and ye earth. But he said, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For he has come down to you having great wrath, for he knoweth that he hath but a short time. We know and we understand today, we understand this, that he is the God and of the ruler of the principality of the powers of the air. We know this. We understand this. He wants to infuse our minds. He wants to steal our children. He wants to steal our grandchildren. He wants to draw us away. He wants to deceive us. He wants to discourage us. Hey, the Bible said, listen, he said, the, the devil is not come but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. Now let's get to the good part, amen. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. Woo, life, and that you might have it more abundantly. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Amen. Listen, for where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Don't tell me we're lost, discouraged, and defeated. We 
are the champions. I tell you what, I look around and see what's going on around this place, revivals spreading and breaking out. Listen, I'm not talking about this easy believism. Repeat after me, stand where you are. I'm talking about Holy Ghost, filled God conviction, fallen people getting saved under the unction, the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you something, friends, today. Listen, if you want it to happen, it will happen, but you can't be discouraged. You've got to remember, we're in a fight. Amen. Church, I've, or, or preacher, I've never seen it this hard before. It's because we've never been through this before. But it's a fight. I have fought a good fight. Here's the kicker. I've kept the faith. What's the first thing we do when we get in a fight? that we feel like can't be won. We lose our faith instantly. It's too big, it's too great, it's too powerful. And we, when we become faithless, we, we become like Gehazi, and I love it. Young preacher, young prophet in the Old Testament, amen. You remember this? When we get in a fight and we lose our faith and we think that we don't have the authority, we don't have the will, or we don't have the power, the young preacher, he looked to the old man of God and he said, we're surrounded, there's no way out. You know what the old preacher did? The old Paul who had fought a good fight and kept the faith, you know what he did? He looked up toward heaven and he laughed and he said, Lord, open this young man's eyes that he could see. And when he looked and he saw, what? You know what he saw? Standing on the hilltops, he saw the angels and the horses and the chariots and the angels surrounding them 360 degrees. When you think you're beat, it's because you have focused your battle on earthly things. We're not fighting an earthly battle. Amen. Let's revert back to Pilate. I know I'm getting long, but it sure is good. He said, listen, Pilate, he just couldn't figure it out, could he? Jesus told him, he said, if, if my kingdom were of this world, then would my soldiers fight. Let me tell you something, Christian friend, this is not our home. Amen. First Corinthians 15, he said, if I had hope in this world only, I'd be of all men most miserable. 
Friends, listen to me. We are not going home here. This is not our eternal resting place. Matthew chapter 6, he said, Seek ye those things which are above. Amen. Oh, let me tell you something. We don't lay up treasures here on earth where moth and rust doth break through and steal and kill. But he said, Lay up treasures in heaven where they cannot be stole, where they do not corrupt. For where your heart is, there will your treasure be also. <clears throat> and then I think about the saints. <laughs> I think about the last time I stood by Spud English's bed. And he reached up his hand and he got mine and he said, you keep preaching. (laughs) Don't you give up. Don't you get discouraged. You preach to them and you tell them about my Jesus. I think about the saints like Paul who said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. One of these days I'll preach for the last time. Pray my last prayer. Sing my last song. (laughs) Paul said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me in that day not to me only but all those who love his appearing. Peter crucified upside down willingly and voluntarily because he said I'm not worthy to die the same death as my Savior. Revelation chapter 5 I talk about this all the time. Listen Revelation chapter 5 John seen him in two different places in two different states. In 5 and chapter 1 in chapter 5 John while he was exiled to the Isle of Patmos left out there to starve and to die. Amen. The Bible said he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I'm going to skip chapter 1 and go to 5 then I'm going to go back to 1. Listen. Listen we see chapter 5 takes place before the foundation of any thing before the world ever was. And he said, I seen him that sat upon the throne in his hand. I listen, he had a book sealed with seven seals within and with on the backside. Amen. I listen, I, the Bible says, and they searched the heavens, they searched the earth, they searched beneath the earth to find one worthy to open the book and to loose the seven seals. And the Bible says that there was none found to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And the Bible said, I, John, began to weep much. Amen. Because there was none found worthy. And he laid his Right, point, right hand upon me said John weep not for the line of the tribe of Judah hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof and John said I looked in the midst of the four beasts and the twenty four elders and I seen a lamb as it had been slain before the foundation of the world now let's go to chapter one amen and the Bible said and being turned I saw seven golden candlesticks and in the midst of the candlesticks one likened unto the son of man being clothed with a garment down the 
foot and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. His feet were like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a, vo- in a furnace. I listen to now. In his hand he hath seven stars, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in its strength. Listen, and I, John, fell at his feet, and he laid his hand upon me and said, I am the first and the last. He said, I am he who was dead and am alive. Woo! And I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. So when you think you're discouraged, I can't quit. Can you? I just can't quit. Jeremiah said, I'm done. Y'all come on with a song. Jeremiah said, I'm done. Can't do it again. Can't do it no more. They just make fun of me. They tear me down. I ain't got no friends. But his word was shut up in me like a fire in my bones. Preachers, Please keep preaching. Amen. Church, keep preaching. Amen. Keep preaching that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Keep preaching. Keep singing. Keep telling them all, all that would hear that there's a Savior who came, who bled and died, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Listen, I want to open this altar this morning as an invitation. If you're here today and you're lost, I want you to come. I want you to bow down. Listen, I don't have to know your need. I don't have to know what the desire of your heart is. If you want me to know, you come get me and I'll pray with you and pray for you. Between you and God, If you're saved and you are discouraged, have been discouraged, or if you just want to lay it down, come. The beckon of the word of God in the gospel is this. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest. How many times have you just said, Lord, I'm so tired. We get down to the end of the way and we say, I do, listen, this is not a personal recommendation to me, amen. Listen, every preacher I know does this. We save and we herd our vacation time if we work a public job. We save it and we push it off. You know why? Because I'm waiting on the phone to ring 
with some little man of God on the other side and said, Brother, God's laid you on my heart and I need you to come help me in revival. Because it's worth it. Don't be discouraged. Don't leave the way you are. Listen to me. Now, I want to open this up as far and as wide and as broad as I can get it because I believe that so many people come to God's house and they leave the same way they come in. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you what, friends, this morning. If you don't come get help this morning, there may not be no help to find tomorrow. So as we stand to our feet, I don't know your hearts. I don't know what the Lord has laid on you to do, not to do this morning. As they sing, now listen, I want you to follow the unction of the Holy Spirit. Whatever God's bidden you to do. If you feel like you need to come, you come. If you need to go hug somebody's neck, you go hug somebody's neck. Go tell them you love them. Tell them you're sorry. You know why? Because we got a battle before us. Silver City Church, look at me. Me and you, we got a battle before us. Lost souls are in the balance. And they're depending on us. They're depending on me and you to walk in unity, to not get discouraged, to not lose faith, to not lose hope that we might preach the gospel in power and in purity. Listen, under the divine unction of the Holy Ghost so they can hear, be convicted, and come and bow down and give their hearts, minds, and lives to an eternal Savior. That is your and mine responsibility this morning.